0: This is the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Barstool Talk Daily. Except it's really early in the morning and no booze. For the most part.
1: Thank you so much and good morning. Welcome to the show, everybody, for this Tuesday morning. It is October the 6th, or Rocktober if you prefer it that way. And we got a lot coming up on the show today, including the Urban Dictionary game later. Everybody's going to talk about what they're, uh, they're going to share with us. Everybody's got their own department we're working on. We will update Monster Madness, and another bracket of four matchups is going to be introduced uh, today. So at the end of it all, we're going to do a tournament process that will leave us with the the king of the monsters for 2020. And you can follow that over at BuzzAdamShow Brandon's got that post up, so we got the first uh, we got the first bracket with four matchups. And today, and you can still you can vote on that through Friday. But today, yep. we're going to introduce the next four. Is this going to take all month, like right up to Halloween? That's the plan. Yes,
2: to I mean, maybe not right up to Halloween, but uh, the, the plan is it's going to take uh, pretty much the month here because we started with thirty two. And then we'll be down to 16 by next Monday. And then we'll just kind of keep gradually uh, whittling away at it. And you can use whatever criteria you want. I hear a lot of people, it's, well, who would win in a fight? Or who's cooler? Or who's uh, more terrifying? Eh, whatever you want. Whoever you want to see move on, go vote for them.
1: For, I think they said for the first time in since 1941, Halloween, there's going to be a, a blue moon that is observable in all the U.S. time zones. So, do, does anybody know what a, what a blue moon is? It's a beer that you put an orange in. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. No, I mean, uh,
2: like when we have a blue moon.
3: When they say once in a blue yeah. moon? Yeah.
2: Well, does a, it mean once in every. Isn't it like a second? Years?
3: Full moon Yeah
2: that's right Lisa got it I can't so, remember What's
4: a harvest moon again A song
2: I, I
1: think a heart <laughs> By Neil Young um, Yeah I'm not sure About I'm a harvest young But I'm pretty sure A blue moon means When you have a second <laughs> When you have a second Full moon In one month In one month Is mm-hmm. what a blue moon is So it has nothing To do with the color And uh, I know we got A beaver moon Coming up Next month <laughs> Also, Halloween falls on a Saturday this year, right?
3: Yeah. Too bad. Is it
1: a Saturday?
3: It is Mm -hmm. a Saturday. Okay. I don't think that calendar has changed, has it? It's July still. What month is it on? It's on October. Is it? Yeah, it's on October. You finally mustered up the courage to change it?
1: Well, it was courage as much as motivation. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, come on. It took a whole second.
3: Mine and Lisa's is still in. May. May. (laughs) So you can see where we stopped. Do you remember caring. at the very <laughs>
1: at the very beginning of 2020, all the way back in January?
3: Yeah,
4: this was our year.
1: We, this we was so the year excited. that everything was going to line up and either yeah. be on a weekend or uh, Cinco de Mayo was going to fall on a Taco Tuesday. But most you of know, the holidays, of July
3: on a Saturday,
1: yeah, Fourth of July on a Saturday.
4: Yeah, now look at us.
1: Yeah, just can't wait for it all to be over, can we? <laughs> Uh, All right, let's go ahead and do the part of the show where we share what we're working on. There were a couple of football games last night. So, Brandon, what do you have coming up this morning when we do sports in about an hour?
2: The Houston Texans, they have moved on from Bill O'Brien. He's been the head coach for uh, a few years now. He was recently named the GM. He's made some really boneheaded moves as the GM. They never replaced the guy that they got rid of a few years ago in that position. And so, I guess again by progression Bill O'Brien took over as GM and they're 0-4 they have I think the largest payroll out of all uh, NFL teams and it's just it's not a good situation there right now
1: uh, Chiefs did beat the uh, Patriots but you'll get into more details on that coming yep. up uh, tonight game 4 of the NBA Finals with my stays in Miami so the Heat hosting the Lakers, the Lakers are up 2-1 to one, uh, but Miami had a pretty big win on uh, on Sunday. Yeah, behind Jimmy Butler's big 40-point uh, triple-double. Triple-double. Uh, Lisa, how about news? What do you got your eye on as far as news goes today?
4: I think this guy, you know, got out of the hospital yesterday. Yeah, the president. He um, returned to the White House after being treated for COVID-19 at the Walter Reed Medical Center. But, um... You know, you
1: knew... You knew it was gonna be have some a kind of beautiful
3: message for the people.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was don't be afraid of it. Don't be of afraid COVID. of it. Look at me. I'm doing It's nothing great. to be afraid of. Interesting. They yeah. say he's not out of the woods. No, I was not maybe
4: and he may still be contagious too. Right. Which is we you know all the movement, him having to move around.
1: Reportedly there there are people that work inside the White House that have to go inside the White House that are just beyond livid. That they're they're being put at risk by the president well, yeah, coming you're, back, contagious to the White House. A
4: lot of people like valets. There's maids. There's people that have to go to work and
1: be in his space.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: Exactly. So a lot of people are upset about this, uh, the fact that he came back out, um, and also because the doctors admitted they don't know if he's still contagious or not. So he could be just spreading it to you know around to everybody.
1: There was this. Uh, there when you remember Herman Cain. Yeah, They believe he caught the coronavirus at a Trump rally back in June in Tulsa. And they said that his first week after being diagnosed seemed pretty good. And in fact, he thought he'd pretty much licked it. And then it came back around. Well, we're only five days out since Trump got uh, his diagnosis of being positive. He and they were saying, listen, it's, confident. it's possible... That he's going to get hit by a second wave, and in some cases, it can be worse. Worse, yeah, much worse than the first wave was. So, Uh, but he was talking about what a great leader he is, and how he. And I'm not making any of this up. This you'll hear in sound clips here in a few minutes. I mean, you knew it was going to be some kind of some kind of clownish behavior. You might not have been exactly sure of what it was going to be, but come on, deep down, you knew he wasn't going to come back and be an inspirational leader have some kind of uh, come to jesus moment or epiphany no, he, no. <laughs> if anything he's worse
4: yeah cuz uh, now he survived it
1: right and so so oh and that was another thing he was telling people uh, don't let it take over your lives if i've shown one thing it's that i can survive it you can't too he had more medical care than any other human being on the on the planet in right. addition to that he was also being given all kinds of uh, experimental treatments that are still in clinical trials. Uh, one doctor said that the president got treatment that nobody else on Earth could have gotten. So he's—I'm not really sure he's the one to uh, to tout how survivable COVID-19 is. Um, Joanna, how about entertainment news? Is there anything lighter going on that uh, could attract our attention for a I mean- few brief moments?
3: Uh, in not shocking news, Warner Brothers is shuffling around its release dates to some of their biggest movies that include The Batman, Dune, and The Matrix. Okay. So those will be coming out way more later. The think- Batman is moving towards uh, March of 2022 now. Yeah,
1: Batman, the Batman is going to be all the way in uh, in spring of 22, but... I guess, depending on what the future holds, some of these dates could even be. Yeah, this I mean, could still
3: change. I mean, they've, they've been moved back before. James Bond.
1: Is anything else gonna <laughs> gonna come out in theaters, or are we are we all supposed to watch Tenant ten times? <laughs>
3: <laughs> you know what? I haven't noticed uh, what's being released. Right,
1: I haven't seen anything like Hate this. You
3: know, like tenet movie's was opening. what lured you back into movie theaters.
2: Mm-hmm. Maybe um, you have to see it ten times to understand it. Ten, that's why they call it tenet. <laughs> yeah.
4: <laughs> oh, here, there's a whole article. It's like, so no James Bond. What else is getting uh, released? <laughs> uh, yeah, because a lot of the movies I haven't really even heard of. Um,
1: Just go through the list. I'll stop you if I know what any of them are. Saint Maude. Nope.
3: Oh,
4: that's a psychological horror. When does horror. that
3: come out? That was supposed to come out earlier this year. You know year. about that one? Yes, Buzz, when we went to see Invisible Man, they showed the trailer to that and when we did our ratings, Oh, she's the lady that like stepped this. in the
1: shoe with the nail in it? Is it that yeah. lady?
3: And then you did this.
1: Thumbs down? Yeah.
3: Yeah. Um one so- one spe- if you ever go to the
1: movies with me, one special treat you get is when they're playing the trailer, <laughs> at the end of the trailer, I'll either give it a thumbs up or a thumbs down. Very rarely I might give it a sideways thumb. Mm-hmm. But St. Maud got a thumbs down. All right.
4: Joanne on the other hand is like, well,
1: wait. So when is St. Maud coming out?
4: So it looks like it's already come out in the UK. All
1: right. So um, probably before. Well, who knows? <laughs> I was going to say before <laughs> right. Halloween, but really, Nobody it's a knows. turkey shoe.
4: Yeah. Um. Looks like there's a uh, Robert De Niro in the War of with Grandpa.
1: I don't know, but it sounds like a terrible De Niro movie.
4: Uh, it's about a young boy who works to get his grandfather to move out of his room after he moves in with his family. Yep.
3: Uh. <laughs> <And> that's enough. <laughs> yeah. Busted the thumbs down.
1: How about that Ryan Reynolds movie where he's a video game character? Do you oh, they had him? a
2: second trailer come out for that
3: yesterday. They did, and I think Ryan Reynolds was like, I don't know when this is coming out, but he's hoping for December. I think is what okay. he said. It looks good. It does.
0: It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Got uh, one of our favorite callers.
1: It's Chopper on the line. Hi, Chopper.
6: Good morning, Buzz. Good
1: morning, Chopper.
6: How are y'all doing this morning?
1: Doing fantastic. Thank you.
6: Well, I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. I just think that it's uh, it's been nice calling into you guys. You've definitely made me aware of your quick fire rate of your intellect. And when, sometimes when I call and I have an idea. You quickly punched some holes in it and caused me to have to rethink my game. And last week when I called and said that uh, some friends of mine and I thought that this Trump having COVID may be a hoax, he's going to come out saying he took some magic drugs and he's over it. And you were like, I don't think he's going to do that.
1: Uh, You you might have been closer, but that's implying that that I don't think he had COVID-19. I think he did have COVID-19, and yeah, the thing about magic drugs does sound pretty close to what we're being told the stuff that well, nobody else can get and isn't available to the public so
6: and you've also brought up the fact that the white house doctor seems to be pandering his information to what trump wanted us to hear and everything and then, then the white house representative bringing a more realistic yeah there was approach. some
1: there was some dif- differences between what uh, trump's white house doctor and mark meadows the chief of staff were saying and reportedly Trump was, was furious that Mark Meadows wasn't uh, parroting what his doctors said, but it turns out that the doctor admitted that he was, you know, painting a rosier picture than actually existed. So
7: so something
6: that I've been thinking about this weekend a lot uh, after our last conversation has just been the fact that Donald Trump doesn't seem to be smart enough to do all the things that he's done in office on his own. So it's got to be that he's the head face of a team where he's their puppet and I think that of who uh, That Trump is the the puppet face of the party that he's not really the the brains behind it because he's not he's he hasn't been the best businessman he hasn't been the best true leader I think that he's just I think there's a group of people behind him that are orchestrating what he's really doing and he's just the the face we're seeing you know like Millie Vanilli being the faces of Millie Vanilli instead of the ugly guy and girl that we're singing they got these two hip looking Jamaican guys. <laughs> You know, I, like Trump. I see.
1: I I disagree. I don't. I don't think. You know, by by usual standards and metrics, I don't think Trump. You know, has a an exceptionally high IQ, but I think he does have a an uncanny ability for the con. I mean, I think that's his gift. Is he is a he is a world class con man because I, I I'm still chopper and I I hope you'll still call us, but I'm still a member of the Republican Party. I'm still a registered Republican. And nobody in the Republican Party back in 2014 and 15 was saying we need a guy to go out there and say the most racist stuff and just alienate us from our NATO allies and embrace Putin. There was there was nobody in the Republican Party that was saying oh, that. That's all. That's all Trump. And it's just a matter of how long people are willing to go along with him. Uh, as far as him being the face, now you're going to see these rats abandon ship. Just as oh, yeah. soon as as soon as Trump goes down, you're going to see all these people backtrack. We were trying to m- mitigate what he was doing, or we were you know we were actually on the side of the American people, but we had to do it on the inside. You're going to hear that from all those guys. So
6: oh, I totally agree. Now I'm from Oregon, and I'm I'm when people hear that they think I'm a liberal, but if you actually get to know me, most of my ideals are fairly conservative. Um, I love guns. I think that, you know, families are important, I, but I also believe in the freedom to choose and live your own life. And I think that one of the important things about America is being able to be different. I think that we need to embrace our differences and grow together because sometimes having multiple different people, just like your radio show, you guys may be friends and work together as a team, but it's because you're all different. You bring something else to the party. So when you bring up a conversation, you look at it from every side and bounce it around, and it gives not only your listeners a good idea of what they could think about it but you yourselves kind of grow a little bit as you talk about things and i think that that's what we all need to be doing is working through our differences to make a better thing for everyone rather than being like these people are bad these people are bad don't do what that guy did or whatever yeah
1: all right you're gonna vote in uh in november right chopper
6: of course, everybody okay. now.
1: right. I know. I, I just hear some people and they'll go on and on, and we'll talk about this, and oh, it's horrible and it's terrible. And it's like, are you gonna vote? And it's like, nah, you know, I don't think I don't think voting matters, so the I just want to make
6: figured sure that out months ago. Right.
0: All
1: right, thanks, Chopper. Good to hear from
0: you.. Have, man. A good one. have a great one. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast.
1: Here's the uh, thing about your musical taste having to do with your parents' height, hmm. according to a new study baby develops a love for either faster paced music or slower music, and it has a lot to do with how tall their parents are. Shorter parents tend to have babies who like faster music. Taller parents tend to have babies who like slower music. This whole thing sounds completely dumb. Because is
4: it how close you are to the the speakers? Is
1: that n- like no the like, if, baby? like if
2: you have ground speakers and the sound's coming up no mm-hmm. it's not that
1: but like there are a lot of bands that I'm, I'm big fans of and most of those bands have all kinds of songs you know yeah they've got slow ones and then they've got faster ones so but here's what the researchers say. The researchers think it's because shorter parents take more steps when they're walking around with the baby. So the baby likes the faster rhythm. Would it also probably have to do with, you know, like if your parent, if your mother is the one mostly walking you? Mm-hmm. Here's a quote from one of the researchers: Their experience of walking is at a rate of the person who's carrying them around, so they're getting lots of experience at that tempo. You get what they're saying: mm-hmm. like shorter, you take more steps, you're walking faster to cover the same amount of ground. Okay. Uh, so does this preference carry over as you get older? That is what the the researchers were trying to establish. What's that uh what's that award they give out for the dumbest uh study at the end of at the end of every year? The nod. Uh the 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 Ig Nobel Prize. Ig, yeah. <laughs> uh so that's an ongoing study. I don't. Sometimes I'm in the mood for something faster. Sometimes yeah. I'm in the mood for something slower. All right, let's uh, go ahead and do our Mo Show calendar and daily almanac of events, and find out what is happening here on October the sixth. Today is American Libraries Day. Mm-hmm. Today is also National Night Out, which normally happens in August, but it was moved to this to tonight because of COVID nineteen. You know, you go out in the neighborhood and you meet your neighbors and everybody is uh walking around and, and while you're doing that it would be a perfect time for a cat burglar to hit your house. <laughs> <laughs> Today is National Noodle Day.
3: Hmm. Noodle?
1: Yeah. You like you like pasta? Yeah. You ever had fake pasta? No. It's called the impasta. <laughs> I
3: knew it was coming. All right. So funny.
1: Not not a whole bunch of celebrities having birthdays, but uh, a few. Actor Ian Gruffed is 47, and he was Mr. Fantastic in the two Fantastic Fours where, where Chris Evans was the was the Human Torch, and Jessica Alba was the Invisible Girl.
3: He's also in Titanic asking, Is there anyone alive out there?
1: (laughs) Is that Ian Grufford?
3: I'm pretty sure it's the same guy as Mr. Fantastic.
1: Actress Elizabeth Shue is 57.
3: She's totally coming back in season three. You think? Oh, yeah. I think so. Oh, yeah.
1: Are they laying the groundwork for... You
2: didn't finish season two? dude!
1: I, what show is this? I don't think no. I don't oh. think I have finished season one.
3: Oh my god, my god
1: Buzz!
2: It's get distracting going. how
1: how bad some of the acting is, but the, but the show the show's good.
2: good. Yeah, the show's really good. Would you grow up and watch the Karate Kid sequel? Come on, bro.
1: Oh, you can go over to Facebook. I I wrote a whole post about how I'm starting a project to get all of Ralph Macchio's characters from the '80s uh, into a spinoff. It's called the Extended Ralph Macchio. Cinematic Universe.
3: You also have a post at buzzadamshow.com.
1: That's that's what I said.
3: I thought you said Facebook.
1: He did say Facebook. Facebook, buzzadamshow.com. It's all the same. Right? Not really? But yeah. all right.
5: uh,
1: it's internet. <laughs> is it? Right? It's,
3: no, no, it's not.
1: You go bloopity bloop and you put it on the computer to me. Oh, Joanna the is thing. right.
4: That Ian guy is in uh, <laughs> Titanic. Is he the guy who, yeah. is that
3: anybody that totally is
1: him. Why didn't he put his lantern down, and stretch out his incredibly stretchy <laughs> arms, and help people get Jack out of the water, man? Um, yeah, Elizabeth Shue played Daniel San's girlfriend in Karate Kid. And uh, from what you're telling me, she might make an appearance. Oh, she was oh, yeah. just
2: in The Boys. Yep. She was still well in The Boys. And she even came back in season two, which was those creepy, creepy scenes, man, with the, the shapeshifter. All oh, yeah. Right. Right. He's like, the, I can be whoever and, you want me to be. And then he turns into him, Homelander.
1: Yeah. Oh. Elizabeth Chu's 57. And uh, former coach of the Colts, now NBC Sunday Night Football analyst Tony Dungy is 65. It is also a birthday for Kevin Cronin, lead singer of REO Speedwagon. I think they're still out. Well, I mean, not now because of COVID, but in general, they're still out uh, touring. Happy 69th birthday to Kevin Cronin of REO Speedwagon. This date in history, this strikes me as strange, 20 years ago, the original CSI crime scene investigation premiered on CBS, so
2: in 2000. I was hooked on that show early on, man.
1: I gotta tell you, what surprises me about that is that it's only been around for 20 years. It seems like it seems like CSI has been on since I was like, like it's a kid. been on longer than like yeah. Law and Order,
2: <laughs> right? Because there's fifteen of them out but there. That's
1: probably what it is. Is there's so many CSIs? But twenty years ago is when the original CSI, Crime Scene Investigation, uh, premiered on this date in two thousand on CBS. Today is National Plus Size Appreciation Day. Uh, and you do see.
2: We appreciate you, Buzz. You do mm-hmm. see. <laughs>
1: You do see plenty of uh more plus size models. I mean there are, there are plus size models that are that are famous for doing that, like oh Ashley that,
2: Graham.
1: Yeah, there you go. I was trying to think of the chubby gal that I was talking about, but uh <laughs> happy national plus size appreciation day, everybody.
0: It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show
1: podcast. All right, we're gonna cruise over to our website and take a check of what's new at buzzadamshow.com, dot com and there's something new every day we update our website multiple times throughout the day so probably every time you go over there and check there'll be something new for you to read join us start off by telling us about our celebrity mcdonald's happy meals based on i guess the the guy who Who impregnated uh, one of the Kardashians or something?
3: Yeah, Travis Scott. And because McDonald's saw such a good boost from the Travis Scott meal, they've decided to come out with now the J Balvin meal. He is a Colombian singer. Uh, His comes with a Big Mac, medium fries with ketchup, and an Oreo McFlurry. Ooh, And what's the Travis Scott one? The Travis Scott one was a quarter pounder with cheese, bacon, and lettuce, and barbecue sauce, uh, french fries, and a Sprite. Okay. And everybody loved it. McDonald's even saw kind of a shortage of food when the Travis Scott meal came out. So I decided, and then Jack in the Box came out with Fluffy's meal. The Fluffy Combo. Gabriel
1: Iglesias, it's like... All the food they have in the restaurant and a medium diet Coke.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Almost, yeah. Basically. So I decided to figure out what would our celebrity meals be?
1: Let me see if I can uh, remember what I told you.
4: (laughs) Yours was very specific.
1: (laughs) Mine is a quarter pounder of cheese, Uh French fries, but cooked in like the oil that they used to do back in the, not the healthy oil, but the oil they used back in the 80s. So Uh like they would bring back that. So, quarter pounder of cheese, unhealthy fries. Uh-huh. Oh, and a can of Dr Pepper. So and instead of the fountain Dr. drink, you get it in a can, and it's frosty. Uh, right? Yeah, that's the that's the Buzz Adams meal.
3: And I asked you why in a can.
1: It just tastes better. <laughs> it does. I mean, really <laughs> better than fountain?
2: Yeah.
3: That's what he said. He said it's because sometimes you you said fountain is sometimes iffy.
2: Yeah, if they don't clean it properly. Uh-huh. I thought that was just a given that that.
1: Out of a can is better than what you're going to get nah, from any fountain.
2: Man, back in the day, you'd get a Coca Cola from McDonald's. That was like the best uh, Coke you could get. The fountain from McDonald's,
3: and they've done like a whole well, like you, study on why the Coca Cola at McDonald's is better.
1: If you think that was the best Coke you could get, you and I experienced a different 80s. <laughs>
3: <laughs> For the least, yeah, I was Sanchez, like seven, so
2: yeah, <laughs> pretty sure we did.
3: You were like 30, so. Anyway, for the Lisa Sanchez meal at McDonald's, you will get two cheeseburgers with no pickles, large french fries, a large Coke, and a small Oreo McFlurry with extra Oreos.
1: Okay, well that sounds delightful.
3: For the Brandon Coates meal, you will get 20 piece McNuggets. You
4: didn't put my chicken tenders in mine.
3: You didn't say chicken tenders. Yeah, I did. I said four chicken nuggets with barbecue sauce.
2: Barbecue sauce. Okay, well
3: we'll fix that. Uh, for the Brendan Coates milk, you get 20 piece McNuggets. Yeah. A bucket yeah. of fries, not a large fries. Remember when they used to have the bucket buckets of fries? They now have Delicious. like a uh a like a little bucket of fries also. It's not called a bucket though. It's like a little tray of fries.
1: Do you it's eat really twenty chicken McNuggets at one sitting? Yeah, I haven't done it in a long time. You but can
3: totally, yeah. And a large sprite That's to round out Brandon's.
1: Mood. No Mulan Szechuan sauce. <laughs>
4: yeah, I
2: mean, I guess it's
1: there. But
4: <laughs> what sauce do you normally get? Me? No, I'm asking Brandon.
5: Uh,
2: <sighs> I think it just kind of depends. I mean, sometimes mood? it's hot mustard. Um, oh, I love the hot sweet mustard. and sour's good as well. But if the Mulan sauce is available, it did surprise me. That was uh, pretty. Delish. That was really good.
3: And for my meal, you'd get a ten-piece McNuggets, a double hamburger, large fries, large sprite, and an apple pie. All right. And those are our celebrity meals at McDonald's. Do
2: you want to hear something gross? What's that? Back when they had the twenty-piece nuggets, they had a deal where they were a buck. Told you how long ago this was. So, of course, me and my friends went to McDonald's to get the 20-piece nugget for a Sight. buck. My friend found a feather oh. <laughs> in his nugget. So he goes to take it in. He's like, hey, man, like there's a feather in this nugget. <laughs> and they go, oh, we're sorry about that. So they just gave him a new like six-piece nugget.
4: But did he eat it?
2: Yeah. <laughs> he ate the feather nugget. No, 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 no. Oh, he the ate new the new one. Piece. He yeah. He ate the feather
1: nugget. Yeah. But then the guy I'm on, surprised on top of that. to hear
2: that because I didn't think there was any Yeah, I didn't chicken. think
3: it was legit fresh chicken. Oh, no,
2: on top of that, the guy at the counter when he's exchanging it and giving him the six piece, he goes, "Well, it's not that's not the worst thing we found in one of these."
8: we're like, oh "Why my would you say god. that?"
2: <laughs> the... "Here's your six piece." And he was piece. like, "Yeah, we had somebody turn one in one time that had a beak in it." <gasps> oh my god
4: delicious.
2: I
1: guess it proves that it's real chicken, though. Yeah. <laughs> um, everybody loves Cobra Kai <laughs> on Netflix.
3: Yeah! yeah! Right. Cobra Kai, Cobra so, Kai. And, okay. and I think part of it has
1: been finding out what D- Daniel LaRusso has been up to and that he's successful. Yeah, and probably... it's,
2: it's more about Johnny Lawrence. But... Well, okay, sure. fine.
1: But it's nostalgic, and you find out what these characters uh, have been up to for 40 years, but I think we need to expand this. So that's why I'm starting a petition to go to Netflix to do the expanded Ralph Macchio cinematic universe where we find out what other Ralph Macchio characters. So this is one that you don't not as well remembered as karate kid, but it was a great movie crossroads where he was a a blues guitarist prodigy who went out and found this, this elderly blues musician named Willie Brown and, they have adventures going through the south and eventually they face down against Satan like the actual devil and he's got his own guitarist who is played by Steve Vai and there's a big guitar duel at the end so, spoiler, Daniel ends up beating Steve Vai in the guitar duel you've got the whole setup for uh, Cobra Kai except with these characters like, what did Steve Vai do after he got beat? did the devil send him to hell? yeah
3: was did, it like the devil went down to
5: Georgia?
1: Did Eugene yeah. did was you, he the stole the soul that he stole? Did Eugene Martone become uh, a blue a great blues musician? Did he marry Jamie
2: Gertz? What happened? <laughs> and then did they do a crossover with Back to the Future? And he had a guitar battle with Marty McFly.
1: There, there are so many things that need to be answered. And, uh, although this one's technically from the '90s, how about Bill Gambini? He called his cousin Vinnie all the way from New York because he got accused of killing a convenience store clerk with his sure. friend Seth. And you know what passed did that send him on? Pause attraction. Did he stay on the right side of the law? Did he become a lawyer because he admired his cousin Vinny so much? Answers, Netflix. I'm Come more on.
3: interested <laughs> in knowing what happened to cousin Vinny and Mona Lisa. Yeah,
1: sure. You know, like the other characters in uh, Cobra Kai, like his mother's back in uh, New Jersey, and then his cousin shows up and mm-hmm. stuff. Spoilers uh, here. But
2: yeah, you could find out what some of these other characters. But I mean, Cobra not- Kai, we even got an update on the kind of the rest of the original Cobra Kai.
1: How about the guy that goes,
0: put him in a body bag?
1: Does he ever show up? Yeah. Oh, he does? Yeah. Okay, cool.
2: He died. <laughs> he died? I think that was him. Oh, okay. And he this- reunites. Like, so Johnny reunites with the original Cobra Kai guys. And that's when he's explaining to him, like, oh, yeah, remember Crease is back? Do they dress up that? as uh, skeletons no. and go out and terrorize people <laughs> on Halloween? You no, know, Daniel LaRusso dressed in a shower.
5: You oh, right. Watch the second <laughs> season, right? But. So
2: he could show up without getting beat up.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I haven't seen. I haven't even finished the first season. Anyway, it's the extended Ralph Macchio cinematic universe, and I think if we get enough names on a petition, we could get Netflix or Hulu or God forbid Quibi, somebody to do an update on all of these Ralph Macchio characters. All right, Brandon, tell us about the monster uh, matchup. The Monster Madness for October.
2: So we had the first four matchups go up yesterday. And you have until Friday at 8 a.m. to vote on these. And these are the matchups where you had Freddy Krueger versus Pumpkinhead. Do you want me to give you updates on who's winning, by the way?
1: I don't know. I feel like, you know, they do that kind of exit polling on political. I, I, I think it unfairly uh, influences people. But okay. Then we'll, uh, well, I would I mean assume it. Freddie's winning. I mean, Freddie's way
2: scarier than Pumpkinhead. You would be, you would be correct in that. Yeah. Uh, the next matchup that we had is Wolfman versus Norman Bates. Predator versus Alien, which is technically Xenomorph, is the the name there. But uh, the final matchup is Jigsaw versus Ghostface from Scream. So these are the ones that went up yesterday. So you can find these over at BuzzAdamShow.com. Go vote. Uh, You have until Friday for these ones, and then the latest matchups uh, are already up right now. You have Jason Voorhees taking on Godzilla. See, is God is Godzilla even scary? I know he's like a king of the monsters. And, I think but it kind it, of depends, because I even say this in the in the, um, in the the article, that in a lot of the storylines, Godzilla is technically a good monster.
1: Yeah, when he fights you know, Mothra the, and Rodan. He's the one that protects
2: stuff. us. Um, but there's a lot of movies where Godzilla is an evil monster. Do you know,
1: when I was a kid, I couldn't watch any scary movie, even like Black and White. Frankenstein, like the day, was, the, the day the Earth stood still. I was too scared to watch any of that, but I had no problem with Godzilla and King Kong. It's just hmm. they weren't scary.
2: So that's the first matchup. And again, you can use whatever criteria. So Jason you obviously
1: want. is the number one seed out of that division.
2: Yeah, I kind of brought, so my number one seeds. But again, it's it was kind of a random draw when it came to the actual matchups. It was Freddy Krueger, Jason Voorhees, Leatherface, and Michael Myers. Those were kind of the four. Yeah. That, I, that I that I put across from each other, but as far as the matchups go, it was random because this next one you have the Babadook versus the Pale Man. Do you remember who the Pale Man is from Pan's Labyrinth? Yes, the Pale Man uh, from Pan's Labyrinth.
1: That dude is just creepy. I've never even seen that movie. But <laughs> <He's laughs> when he puts his hands and his yeah. hands have eyes. On? Yeah, what the, the hell? The, the
2: eyes on his palm. God, Weird. I, I honestly never seen that movie, but I'm terrified of that dude. Like this, yeah. <laughs> Uh, the next matchup it's the Candyman versus the Blob. Not the Blob from Marvel. Remember the Blob that was kind of like that goo that would just take everything over, like from a '50s movie. Yeah, they did updates for it too. And who's he? Who's the Blob going up against? The Candyman.
1: Uh, Candyman. They're, oh, that's one I saw a preview for. And when I went to go see Tenet, they're they're the remaking. Peel?
2: Yeah, they're remaking Candyman. It looked pretty scary. And then in the final matchup that uh, just came out this morning. Pinhead versus Frankenstein's monster which again I make the point Frankenstein's monster wasn't really a bad guy it was just a misunderstood dude because he had you know a bunch of parts of other people.
1: Have they ever done a scary Frankenstein? Like where you were actually like oh I'd hate to meet that guy in a dark alley
2: <laughs> <laughs> or well, was he was Frankenstein in Monster Squad and intended to be an actual monster?
1: You had a vampire you had werewolves yeah you he's have got a- nards Yeah,
3: Yeah, I think they had a Frankenstein. I think
1: they made a Frankenstein. They made a Frankenstein where Robert De Niro played Frankenstein back in the 90s, but it
2: it was anything but scary. Well, we all know the best Frankenstein
3: in the the poster.
2: We all know the best one was Young Frankenstein. (laughs) Hilarious, but not
1: scary. Uh, Alright, so Monster uh, The Monster Monster Mad- madness. madness Monster Madness all month long leading up to uh, Halloween and- It's the Buzz
0: Adams Morning Show Podcast
1: Hey Lisa, tell me what you think of this So yesterday I called uh, My mom okay. Because it was my daughter's birthday And I knew she she always calls My daughter on her birthday And she had it. So I call and my Aunt Brenda Picks up, my mom's sister so I have a, a 30 second conversation with her because they sound identical and I thought it was my mom. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, oh. finally Aunt Brenda hands the phone off to my mom who's sick. Uh-oh. And she I've never heard my mom in all my years sound that sick and you know this this is a woman who had who had cancer. Yeah. I had never heard her sound that sickly, like it was all she could do just to croak out a happy birthday to my daughter, and I, I asked my Aunt Brenda, "What's going on?" And she said, "Well, not to worry. We went to the doctor, and your mom has a stomach flu or a stomach virus. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. She's eighty-four years old. I'd never heard her sound anything like that in my life from." What you've heard, what you know. Mm-hmm. Should I call my Aunt Brenda, tell her, take her back to the doctor and look at it closer?
4: Um, how are the cases in her area?
1: Few and far between.
4: And where has she been going?
1: Grocery store and a couple of times to church with my dad, but they wear masks the whole time that they're there. Is there any way that it, they gave her the COVID test and came back negative? Should I, should I tell her,
4: the, her? Did they give her the rapid or did they give her just the uh, 24 hour?
1: That I don't know.
4: Okay, because the rapid test can usually give you a false negative it, or a false positive. It
1: was probably the rapid because they'd gone to the doctor that day.
4: And I wouldn't be too worried just because if the Okmulgee COVID cases aren't that high right now. Um, oh, they,
1: they went up after that Trump rally in Tulsa. I mean, but there's still nothing like what you would experience in a big city. Uh, like San Angelo.
4: Maybe just to be safe, do they have free testing in Oklahoma?
1: At this point, I mean, does
4: she have insurance? Is a better question.
1: Well, yeah, she's got met you know, Medicare or Medicaid or whatever old people have. Sure.
4: <laughs> um, then it's it's free through your insurance. All right. So if well, you can, I'm gonna
1: I'm gonna follow up, but let me tell you, I was and my daughter was freaked out too because she'd never heard grandma's sound. He, anything. I mean, so She's been sick before, but she's never sounded that bad, and now I'm just kind of freaked out.
4: Yeah, it looks like uh there is 665 new cases um, in that area. In the county? Uh, let me see. No, this is for I think all of Oklahoma. Okay. So that's well, not bad. anyway,
1: I just thought I'd run that by you cuz I was a little worried. But I'm going to follow up. I,
4: my mom went and got cause she because she's going to California to uh, see my my grandfather who just recovered from COVID. And so she went and got the COVID test done. She goes, oh, this is terrible. They shoved that thing up your nose and it hurts. Lisa, you do this every week? Like,
1: yeah. You do this every week?
4: Um, About, yeah.
1: All right. I well, got to think on some level you like it.
4: No, it makes um if you look behind you, there is someone who lives with her grandfather. She's on the phone right now. Mm-hmm. But uh Joanna's grandfather is eighty five years old. So if I'm going to be, you know, going to my workout classes and, you know, going to eat uh like somewhere once a week or something, then yeah, I, I I don't mind going and getting tested to make Joanna feel comfortable. All right. And to make you know, and Brandon uh his wife has, you know, her parents that are older too. Um you know i don't put myself at extreme risk but i would rather
2: it better be safe than sorry
4: exactly so i mean
1: have you done tests brandon
2: um i took the one that uh, actually yeah i have and it's every time i've taken it, it's come back negative so yeah. not the antibodies i, I mean yeah the, the actual covid test okay yeah i did yeah. the. I, did, I got the blood test
4: i, I go there and they mm. try and tell me what and i'm like this is like i i've done this a lot like it, it's fine and they're like okay this is going to be uncomfortable I'm like I, I'm fine just do it just go for it I'm fine but this last time actually I think people in the area are now starting to get tested again because usually I'm the only car there getting tested and I'll go in it takes me 5-10 minutes the last time it, I went on Saturday and it took me an hour
1: Well, I don't, I don't mean to dump on you guys but it's, it's just kind of been eating at me since I talked to my mom yesterday afternoon and here's Juan hi Juan
7: Hey, what's up,
1: guys? Good morning. Good morning,
7: Juan. Um, So, yeah, I was just kind of listening to your story about your mom uh, being sick and stuff and not showing any kind of symptoms. So a while back, I actually got really sick myself, and I had almost all the symptoms I showed. Uh, Doctors were pretty convinced I had it. They really, you know, basically said, well, it looks like you have it without being tested. So I was quarantined, took the test, whatnot. Uh, A week and a half later, it came back negative which I was really surprised, along with the doctors. You know, they were pretty convinced. So at that point, they told me, you know, by all means, if you know that you might be feeling something a little off, go so ahead and come back and we'll just, you know, take you to an advanced level of it. But I mean, in my eyes, I'm thinking, well, okay, I know I have it, I have all the symptoms. I'm clearly at home doing everything. I already told my family about it, but I don't know if maybe it's something that we need to get retested for just to make sure. Um, I mean, in my mind, I think I'm okay. Other than I guess I start some symptoms again that I probably will go back, but I guess as far as your mom's case, I wouldn't chance it, man. I would just tell her, you know, hey, you might as well get tested again just to make sure. And, yeah, I yeah, agree. And,
1: I appreciate that one. Thank and, you. And
4: for you, one, what I would do is go donate blood because when you donate blood they'll actually test for the antibodies and you can right. see if perhaps you had it and it just you had already gotten over it by the time they got the test done on you.
7: Yeah, cause I mean, I don't, I don't, like, I mean, I know I feel better now, and it's been a while, but it's just super weird how, you yeah. know, I had all the symptoms, and then the test came back negative after it had already full, full blown hit me.
4: Yeah, I I would go and get I would actually go and donate blood and see because then it could be that you do have the antibodies already and that you did you did have it maybe even just for your own peace of mind to know that you're like I did I did have it I had all the symptoms, even though it tested negative, I went and tested my blood now and now I do have the antibodies because that's something that's really cool that they're doing in the area is um, Vitalant is if you donate blood, they will test your blood for antibodies too. So you can just kind of have that peace of mind knowing
1: I didn't want to give the impression though that my that my mom didn't have any symptoms because just over the phone, I could tell like, you know her voice was real breathy and it mm-hmm. seemed like a real effort. So I think she did have symptoms. It was just she went to the doctor and they did a test and said that she didn't have coronavirus, but right. I think uh, based on what you guys are saying, i'm gonna I'm gonna call my aunt Brenda and tell her to yeah. make my mom go back in and right. get another test. All right, thank you guys. appreciate it. thanks, Juan. Yeah, oh, I, you guys. All
4: right. I would go get her tested again because the problem is so I had one of my my friends. He was going to he was going out of the country for a te- uh, for just to visit family and stuff. And he went and got the rapid test done and it came up positive. And all of us kind of had a scare. He had to call and say, hey, you know, because we work out together and stuff. He's like, hey, so I know we were outside like doing stadiums, but I just my test came positive. Go get tested. I'm like, all right, tight. So I just went and got tested. No big deal. Mine came up negative. Well, then he went and got two subsequent tests and they were both negative. So he got that false positive, couldn't leave the country, and he ended up not having it because he went and got two more tests done. Both of the other tests came back negative, went and donated blood negative for the antibodies. But that first initial test, which was the rapid test, the one that you know comes out, you get the results within an hour, and it, it said positive.
1: What is a rapid test? Do they stick that? that uh swab up your nose
4: um I, you know i have i've never actually gotten it done because of the fact that i've heard about so many false negatives yeah. and false positives because that's what you know
1: what that's the first thing i'm gonna do is call call my aunt brenda and see if my mom's feeling any better i'll talk to her but right. like i could tell that she wanted to get off the phone and lay that she i i was really worried i'd never heard her like this at all
0: it's the buzz adams morning show podcast
1: my and then good morning again lisa
4: did we need the music just for one story?
1: Yeah. Why okay. not?
4: <laughs> you couldn't.
1: I, I wasn't sure how many stories we had. I...
4: I literally just told you we just have the bar one. Ooh. I
1: okay. didn't know oh, oh, I didn't relay that message.
4: Oh, okay. See,
1: that, that's, why, that's why I think, like, when I when I ask you questions, like, instead of a joke answer, it ought to be a real answer just so I know.
3: We
4: just have one story okay. left.
3: All right. How do you feel about bars
4: reopening in the Lone Star State?
1: Haven't they been open? If I, if I as far as I what? know, they, they've a been great open, right? Statement. Yeah.
3: They've been
1: open, right? Yeah, you order four drinks, they charge you for two drinks and write the other stuff off as if it was a food order so they you can claim to be wings, a restaurant. Yeah, the whole fries. thing is a gigantic scam. Yeah, you didn't order wings or fries, but it comes out on the bill that you did just so they can save 51% of our sales. Uh huh. Um,
4: they're like, here's your complimentary Cheetos bag. You're like, what?
1: No, I, I'm going to say no because the bars that are open, it's all workarounds and misdirection and all this. Nobody's when taking when there's a
4: will, there's a way. No,
1: nobody opens a bar and takes the social distancing and the mask seriously. So I would say no.
4: Oh uh, well, too bad. All right, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Governor Greg Abbott. Tweeted out a statement that got many bar owners in the Lone Star State excited. Could we see them reopening soon? Abbott said on his Twitter yesterday, quote, Texans have continued to keep COVID under control. No, we haven't. No, the we hospitalizations, haven't. number of new positive cases and the positivity rate remain contained. Today it was one of the lowest for fatalities in a long time. I will be announcing more openings soon. The tweet was conc- uh, also had a GIF on the bottom of people cheering with the beer mugs together. So led a lot of people to think that he will be reopening the bars in the States. Uh, I mean, at this point, a lot of them are already open. Right. And it's so- just the
1: ones who are willing to... You know, lie and and find different ways to work around restrictions. So, why just let the liars be open? Just let let everybody else open. I mean, we had we had our friends and I don't want to specify, but you know who our friends are, and they were saying, well, you know, you got to be fifty one percent, and we're not. You know, we're a we're a brew. You know, a brewery.
5: How many of
4: our friends are are
1: Jesus a brew? <laughs> I, I didn't want to say brewery because that really narrows
2: it down. Yeah, but
4: You could I, say, I guess, at this point who I, they I, are.
2: So we had I, these I, friends in and they have this place that rhymes with brewery.
4: Yeah. And it's but I, I a I, I, live lake I, I, is something of the name.
0: I, <laughs> live lake? I just got
4: it. And it it's, actually, you guys, it's Live Lake Winery. That's what we're talking about. Get it,
3: yeah a live yeah, yeah, yeah. lake. Live okay. lake.
5: Yeah.
1: <laughs> so weird. So I, I wanted to tell them, oh, here's what these other bars are doing. They're just mm-hmm. making phony mm-hmm. charges to food. And, and then I was like, wait wait a second. These guys are actually following the rules like they're supposed to. So why shouldn't they be open?
4: Well, the thing is, and they're very smart about it. So the, the winery we speak of is very small on the inside. They do have a very nice and uh, large patio uh, where they could actually do that. But the problem is with it, too, when it comes to these numbers, a lot of these places um, from actual bars that are open right now that I, I know, they are saying they're getting audited. So a lot of these, the, the tax people are going in now and looking at their numbers and trying to figure out. And there's some that have been open that are like 80-20. And they're like, bro, you're not even trying to get near the 51%. Like it's like 80% alcohol, 20% food. And so there, so you're seeing kind of like a flow of different places that are getting shut down. And I've kind of heard of some places that did get shut down for really sucky situations. Like one, I think they were about four people over capacity. And they're supposed to be, I think, at forty percent right now or fifty percent, and so they got shut down for like two weeks or three or four weeks or something. But so I, I mean, it really does suck because if you're trying to follow the rules, um, little things are going to screw you over. But then at the same time, yeah, they're at the end of the year. All of these places, their taxes, it's going to have to line up. Like, You oh. need to show that you're actually purchasing that amount of food that you're saying you're selling. And so a, a lot of the places that have been doing it the right way are now starting to open because they're saying, okay, well, if we buy, as long as we can show, here's the merchandise that we purchased, like the food or the chips or the sodas or the uh, pizza, whatever they're having, uh, sandwiches. Like, here's all the stuff we bought for it, yeah. and here's our alcohol that we There's bought There's a for
1: ton it. of fraud going on Mm -hmm. uh, in order to stay open and there are so many stories of people like posting their receipt and it's got all this food and drink on it and they're like but here's the kicker we didn't order any food we only drank but they wrote it up as half food half drink
4: yeah. But, and and it sucks cuz that is they shouldn't be doing that. But at the same time, these places are closed. They've been closed for months. They've had no knowing of when it could open cuz the, the thing is a lot of these landlords are still making them pay rent. So a lot of these places are still paying Tens and twenties of thousands of dollars of rent every month and they're having absolutely no income. So I'm not surprised or shocked to see them doing what they have to do so that they can make their bills and still be able to uh, afford life. I'm not surprised by that.
1: Over on the Facebook chat, Roll says, "I was charged for tacos. I never ordered tacos. By the end of the night, I honestly wanted the tacos they charged me for."
4: <laughs> How many times has that happened? Like for people like me, this is my time to shine. I love to eat while I have like while I have a drink. So like this is my moment. Like my friends will call me and be like, "Hey Lisa, I have food uh, that gave me at this at this bar. Do you want it?" I'm like, "Yeah, drop it off in my house, dude. I'll take it." So I have, like, there's a couple of my friends that will do that. They'll take the food to go and then they'll just come bring it to me. I'm like, sweet. Dinner is already paid for. I'm going to take that, put it in my fridge. Uh, Yeah. I mean, but that's the thing is a lot of these places are either saying, I don't want the food or they're just leaving it. And that's the one thing that I'm like, how much food uh, are they wasting right now for places that actually do force you to have it? Because if code shows up. And nobody has food on their tables, but everybody has these very extensive food bills or food on their receipts. Something's not adding up. And so a lot of places will well, say they're, they're we not, have to put it in front of you at least.
1: It it doesn't seem like they're doing a whole lot to to clamp down on the most egregious fraudsters. So, yeah, I guess at this point they might as well just open the bars.
4: Exactly. And I think that's kind of what we're seeing happening is uh, if if these other places that are going to be bending the rules um, are going to be allowed to be open, then, yeah, go ahead and let the other places. But at the same time, if you do not want to be one of those people that is at risk for it, you probably aren't going to want to go to these places. I mean, I remember, what was it, like three weeks the bars were open and how much the cases just surged in that time? Mm -hmm. I would not be surprised if they're probably going to, and especially if they open them right now, dude, Halloween is a couple of weeks away. You don't think there's going to be massive parties at bars on a Saturday for Halloween.
5: Uh, You you, don't
4: think Joanna's going to be sitting outside in a car outside of the the gay bars like, I want to go in. I don't know. I
1: think I'm getting the feeling Joanna has kind of like adjusted to her new normal. At this point,
4: now I've gotten comfortable. <laughs>
1: yeah, right. That's what
4: I'm. It's <laughs> like, I've got some great shows I've been watching. Me
1: too. I was kind of itching to go out back in May, but not anymore.
5: It's like, yeah,
4: right. that's
1: all in the past.
4: <laughs> I don't think it's so much.
1: It's the new normal, Lisa. Yeah, I don't think it's so. Well, These are I, unprecedented times. Okay,
4: it is, and I think this is once again where I think when the hol- uh, when the winter comes around, the holidays, uh, you're going to see people starting to have those quarantine crews again. Like especially because the cases are going to go up, it's going to be colder, not as many people are going places. This is where no. you're going to see cuffing season's going to hit hard, probably in the next month or so. Uh,
1: you ready for the uh, mm-hmm. to hear the word at least for the Urban Dictionary game? Yes. All right, we're ready to play. Brandon's got the word. We'll just have four or five minutes to come up with our definition. (laughs) All right, if you're playing at home, you've only got until we come back from brief commercials to have your answer ready. So,
2: Brandon... Why don't you give us today's word? And before we get to the word, I will remind you: do not look up San Francisco bird feeder.
4: <laughs> God, I forgot. I mean, about you can, it, but
2: you can uh, never, un, uh, never forget I it. I heard so. one in there that I think I know the in the in
1: the theme song. Like mm-hmm. I'm starting to pick up, pick up pick on stuff. The you alert. know, bankrupt.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Just be careful. All right, you're not looking this one up. I okay. need your definitions for this right here. All right, okay. boomer holes. <laughs> Boomer okay. holes.
3: Are you saying holes or
2: holes? H O L E S. Boomer. boomer holes. Okay,
3: boomer hole. <laughs> okay.
1: You know, I almost got it. I almost wish we could ask, like, when was this entry made into the Urban Dictionary? <laughs> like, if it come came from ten can years
3: ago. Can I get ago, the? Uh, yeah.
1: Can
2: what's I, the
3: thing you asked at spelling bees? Like, uh, the the use language, in a sentence. Language no, no. of origin. There we go. Yeah.
2: I don't know.
4: Uh, American.
2: <laughs> All right. And I also have an, a, a side urban dictionary word of the day as well that we'll get to coming up. Okay. I didn't want to use it for the game, but I thought it was mm-hmm. an interesting one to uh, to see if you guys could guess what it is. Right. Mm-hmm. But so this one, it's Boomer
1: Holes. Boomer
2: Holes. Boomer Holes. And plural with an S on the end. Right? Yeah.
1: All
0: right. Got it. All right. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. Got a lot of people... Uh, Talking
2: about the old San Francisco bird feeder in the Facebook chat. Oh. Tim says, well, you guys talked so much about it. I had I to look it Google up. It. Well, we talked about oh, it, but we kept saying, don't look to. it up. That was what we were talking he about. He says, what the hell? I was a little hungry. I'm not anymore.
1: Well, well, it'll help you with your if you're skipping meals, that's for sure.
2: And Antonio Banderas says, uh, I'm not falling for that again. When Brandon said to look up the word docking. Oh jeez! Like hell no! I'm not looking up anything. Again. I looked
4: that up on my phone once and I forgot. And then one of my friends asked, "Hey, can I use your phone? I'm going to look something up real <laughs> no, quick." And it was
5: still was there. there.
4: <laughs> what? Why is this video on your phone? I'm like, I have a really video? good explanation. Yes. Well, <laughs> the video,
3: you, Lisa, you
5: w- looked the up a video. Don't do uh,
4: it. Don't do it. Don't. The, do it. Don't.
2: Uh, don't worry.
4: Cause I didn't, I didn't understand how it worked and now I do and I'm not okay.
2: Tried to tell you, it's like two dudes wearing turtlenecks.
4: But the worst part is and one of them
2: pulls it up over his head and then like puts it, you know, the the turtleneck on the other dude. Yeah.
4: I I didn't even look it up on my phone. One of my guy friends did cause he's like, wait, how does this even, I was like, I don't know. Look it up. And he did. And then we forgot it was on there. And then someone else found it on my phone. They're like, we have a lot of questions for
5: you.
1: All right, Brandon, remind us of uh, what our Urban Dictionary word is, and then we'll give you our our own definitions of
2: what we think it could be. Today's phrase is boomer holes. Boomer hmm. holes. Cool. Who would like to go first?
3: I'll I'll, go f- oh, oh, you go. I'll go first because mine's kind of long. Oh, <clears throat> mine's two words. All right. Boomer holes.
2: Is it Buzz Adams? <laughs> Not cool. Not cool at all.
1: Not a boomer.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what? I just thought of a better one. But I'm going to go with what I wrote down yeah, here. Go with what you wrote. When a boomer has a piece of clothing full of holes but won't give it up because it's, quote, still good. And that's the problem with millennials. We're always throwing away clothes <laughs> with holes when they're still good. She wins.
4: She wins.
2: Oh my God! I just thought of a good one too. Because that that's great. a br- that's a brilliant definition. Because you can also say that that's what Buzz did to his shirt when he had the cigars. <laughs> oh, when oh my he gosh! That's a boomer hole. hole.
1: I didn't. I didn't throw it away. But Example. Buzz's
2: shirt. Sure. I'm
1: only going to use it for yard work, but I didn't throw it
3: away <laughs> because it's still good
1: for yard work. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, we got joined. Oh, that was great, why, yeah. Thank you. This what? is why you millennials can't put money in an IRA because you're just throwing out perfectly good clothes. <laughs> yeah, um, mine's super simple. It's just a bleep hole boomer. Nice.
2: Okay. Yeah. We. Get, well, I think a few people in the uh, Facebook chat even that's the uh, one brought that, that, that one up.
4: I, I thought of right now that I was. Oh. Yeah. When I to said, read mine. When I said two words, am all. That's all mine
5: is.
1: No. Boomer like, holes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, noun.
5: <laughs> and
1: it refers to older women, much older women. Jeez. So like when you go out and cruise for, for much older women, and I can use it in a sentence, hey, let's head out to Teddy's by the airport, see if we can explore <laughs> us some boomer
2: holes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> These are all fantastic definitions, Unfortunately.
5: Oh, no. No. oh no.
2: no! Nobody got it, and nobody was even close to it, really. Oh. Although, if we're if we're going uh, based on a grading scale, I think that uh, Lisa gets a couple of points for her creativity. Ooh. It was mm-hmm. simple to the point. I'll give yeah. Buzz three points um, for going searching for boomer holes, but Joanna's getting four points. All right, because nice. she had an amazing definition Hers that great. even led into you know bringing back up the fact that Buzz burnt a hole in his shirt. <laughs> because he threw a cigar out the window and it landed on his back. And it went down his shirt, by the way. How did you not burn yourself? I did. It burnt. It oh. hurt. Um, <laughs> it, felt like I, it, it, it felt like there were fire ants in my shirt. <laughs> All right. So the actual definition for boomer holes is when you move into a house previously owned by a boomer and the floors have holes for cable TV wires, the wall has a phone jack for a landline, etc. Oh, okay. Used in a sentence... We should get some posters and paintings to cover up all these boomer holes. <laughs> <laughs> boomer holes.
4: That's great. <laughs> that is really good. Man, how did none of us think of something Yeah, See, like- I like
2: that one, too, because to me, when you think boomer holes, you're thinking... Dirty. Yeah. yeah. Or Gresh. dirty. You, you can find some boomer holes. I got one more here for you today. Right. I just want to see what pops into your brain, because this one's just a number. Are you ready? All right. Number. Off the cuff. Let's do it. Eight, six, four, five... One one three two Wait, eight again. I warned ya. No no I need I sorry. Eight. Six, eight six, six four, four.
1: Five,
2: one, one,
3: Wait, I've seen this one before.
2: Three two zero. And yeah.
3: somebody had to explain it to me.
4: Is this from Lost when Hurley? Wins the lotto,
3: and if it's what I'm thinking, is this having to do with the upcoming election? It
1: does, Joey. Okay. Okay. On the Joanna. right
5: path. Nice.
1: Oh, oh, oh! I get it now. I was trying to work it into a song. Eight, eight, eight six, six four, four five, five eleven <laughs> three twenty. Yeah, no. eight si- Eighty six means you know, right.
8: Axe, get oh. rid of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yep
1: Forty five yep. refers to the forty fifth president. Yep. Oh eleven three twenty is the date of the election. There election you day. go. Eighty six forty five eleven three twenty. There Good you job. go. Good
2: job. <laughs> well,
1: yeah, nice. I mean I had Joanna kinda of tipped
2: me off <laughs> about <laughs> We're the election. It it's, a, down. it's all it was all a group uh, yeah, a group effort.
3: That was
5: good.
1: Do you think I have a lot of boomer holes at my house?
5: Yeah.
3: Definitely. That
2: you depends probably on, used Depends to. on which one we're talking about. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Let's get entertainment news going, and here is Joanna Barba with her eye on Hollywood Report. Good morning, Joanna.
3: Good morning. Chris Pratt has stirred up controversy for what some people are calling an insensitive joke about voting. The actor shared an Instagram post. Voting. Voting? Voting. 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 Got it. The actor shared an Instagram post last week to encourage fans to vote for his movie *Onward* at this year's People's Choice Awards, seemingly poking
1: fun. Well, why
0: are
3: they fun, even, Why
1: are they bothering having People's Choice Awards?
3: This year? Yeah, that's weird, right? Well, he poked fun at the many celebrity-endorsed voting PSAs on Instagram. Chris Pratt wrote, "The upcoming 2020s People's Choice Awards is the most consequential vote in the history of mankind times a million infinity. Vote for *Onward* for your fa- for family Family movie of the year, or else you will die. Click on the link in my bio, let your voice be heard. The Marvel Star's joke somewhat backfired, with a number of his followers calling the gag insensitive, while one follower pointed out, Yikes, imagine having the amount of privilege one person can have to write this tone deaf post. Oh God. Others came to Pratt's defense with one user saying Geez, has everyone lost their sense of humor? No one's going to take the election less seriously because Chris Pratt posted about the People's Choice Award. Yeah, grow
2: up, dude. But then grow you got... Grow up. Yeah. Wait, grow up who? the people who are getting upset oh, I about that. you saying mm-hmm. grow up to Chris Pratt. No, 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 no. <laughs> Never no, grow a, up. <laughs> come on. He's having a sense of humor there. And it's... We're, are we so bent out of shape? Are we so butthurt so yes. easily that we have to get upset about a Chris Pratt-trat... Uh, qu- geez.
3: Nice. Chris...
2: Put Fr- that in Urban Dictionary.
1: Chris Pratt. Twat. Twat? <laughs> Twat?
2: <laughs> oh, oh, yes. Whoa!
1: I thought that's what you said. No! I didn't mean it to come out that way. Gah!
2: Hey, I,
4: you sound like the parrots at the London Zoo. <laughs> 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 I,
1: I would only say that. As far as the Marvel Cinematic Universe, you got Captain America over here fact-checking the president on a daily basis. But yeah, a little levity is not such a
0: bad thing, yeah, I guess. Yeah,
3: someone did point out saying this is just a lighthearted post and there's nothing wrong with that. Warner Brothers Studios has made some major changes to its release calendar by pushing DC superhero movie The Batman to March 2022 and the sci-fi epic Dune to October of 2021. The Batman is starring Robert Pattinson was earlier scheduled to be out on October 1st of 2021. Now it's going to March 4th of 2022. The studio, however, has made an advance advance to the release date of The Matrix 4. The film, which marks the return of Keanu Reeves and Carrie-Anne Moss to the sci-fi franchise, was initially set to open on April 1st of 2022, and it will now debut on December 22nd of next year. Warner Brothers, however, is still clinging on to the December 25th release for its much-anticipated Gal Gadot star, Wonder Woman 1984.
1: Wait, December of this year? Yes. Okay. Because
3: it was supposed to come out, I think in May. What's our Black Widow
1: situation at this point?
3: That's got delayed again, didn't it? up in the air right now. Yeah. Nobody knows. And finally, getting mistaken for George Clooney, that's probably a good thing. Actually being George Clooney and getting mistaken for dead pedophile Jeffrey Epstein, (laughs) that's not a good thing at all. The silver-haired actor's charmed life took a bit of a tarnish last week when social media folk with partisan agendas began posting photos that purported to show Chris Wallace of Fox News on Epstein's so-called pedophile island with its namesake child molester. The image depicted a handsome, affluent looking middle-aged man assisting Wallace onto a boat. One post on Facebook read, No wonder Chris Wallace is such a staunch anti-Trumper. He's been to Epstein Island. The implication was that the Fox Newsman who drew heat after the president after President Trump insisted that Wallace gave him an unfair treatment during last week's debate was that he was hanging out with Epstein.
1: He didn't let me yell nonstop for the entire hour. It's so unfair. Everybody's against me.
3: When in fact, as noted by factcheck.org, the helping hand was being extended by George Clooney.
1: Oh, so George Clooney and Chris Wallace were on Pedophile Island?
3: (laughs) Oh my God. I didn't even make that connection. (laughs) A lot of places I've already come out to fact check say no, that's not Jeffrey Epstein. That is George Clooney. They're not on pedophile island. Let
1: let, let me say I think this like this thing of accusing people of being pedophiles when there aren't any, even any any accusations about that, mm-hmm. is just wrong. And like that gets thrown around. But so I would else, it,
4: yeah, and also like where's the picture from? Like if they're not at Pedo Island, like where we They were are
3: visiting Lake Como in two thousand twelve.
1: Well that's where George Clooney lives. Or he has a house at Lake Como. Well,
3: so but that's who's to was say?
4: But yeah, I'm like it, So who's to say that George wasn't just you know taking a walk in the neighborhood and saw this old man that needed help? He's like, oh, <laughs>
2: Chris sir, is, is not all. That let me old. help
4: him into a boat. Yeah. See, I mean, and not. Yeah, he didn't like look
2: like Wolf Blitzer or anything. Yeah.
4: That'd be like if you were saying you took a picture at like a work event and that little girl turned into be a porn star and was number one on the internet. Buzz with Mia Khalifa.
1: Yeah. <laughs> no <laughs> idea that that was Free Mia Khalifa. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
3: She wasn't Mia Khalifa at
1: the time. Exactly. But, okay. so, but, <laughs> but here's the thing. Like I do think that accusation gets gets thrown around, and that's, you know, such a serious accusation, and people just do it uh flippantly. But it seems like a weird one for the Trump supporters to go with because everybody they accuse Trump is the only one I know that they have a video of him and Epstein at some kind of discotheque. Surrounded by young women, and they're both doing that white guy over dance and trumpet. They don't have a, you know, Tom Hanks hanging out at a disco or whatever it was. They actually mm-hmm. have that video of Trump and Epstein, and they're the only dudes in the place. And it's women that uh, would probably get carted if they tried to get in most places. So why the Trumpers? Oh, and also Trump is the only one who said, What did he say about when to. Ghislaine Maxwell? They asked her he what do you ha- her her well no, I wish her well. Yeah, don't know her very well. She's come around with uh, Jeffrey Epstein, my own. Man, that would have been a
3: great instance for him to use his favorite phrase. I don't know her. <laughs> I don't but know her he like, or no. I wish, I wish nasty woman. Oh,
1: she's a nasty
2: woman. No, he's like I wish her I well. I wish
3: her well. And with Entertainment News. I'm Joanna Barba, All and right. I wish you well.
2: Let's take a break. <laughs> and we'll come back that's with how you need to wrap up yes. every entertainment news here on out. It's the Buzz Adams
0: Morning Show Podcast. How about we clear the neckline? Yeah. Pull up the neck line.
1: All right. Let mm-hmm. me give out that number because that's the uh, round the clock, seven days a week number. You call it anytime, leave us a message that could get played back on the air. And the neckline number is 844 805 neck That's 844 805 Six three two five. If you want to talk to us in real time, that's uh, another line. I'll give you the toll-free studio line, which is 844-305-6210, 844-305-6210, to call us live on the
8: air. Hey, what's going on, morning show? This is Johnny. I thought I'd call in and say uh, thank you for uh, brightening up my day. Uh, Y'all make me smile in the morning. This last week's been hard, been been pushing through this virus, this rona, and it ain't no joke. Um, it's crazy because I can't even smell or taste anything, and that, that amazes me. I think that's a big difference of a flu or a, a cold, but I can't even taste honey mustard or, or marinara <laughs> sauce. It's crazy. <laughs> but... um just a reminder, everybody out there, wear a mask. It's still out there. It's still going around. Y'all y'all gotta be careful. And uh another thing, uh when I feel better in the future, maybe I could take Joanna out on a date. Uh-huh. Because the woman who puts her socks in the bucket is my type of woman. <laughs> <laughs> I wanna show y'all take care my yes. sock buckets
3: get rid me dates.
1: <laughs> Boy, that sock bucket. We never would have we never would have talked about your sock bucket if that guy hadn't called in <laughs> to tell had a us. About yeah, about the neckline mm-hmm. for that too. Um, oh yeah, that's right.
8: Hi, morning show. This is B. I just wanted to let you know that Mar- uh, Ralph Macchio was also on a couple of episodes of Psych, which is one of my favorite series. So if you haven't seen the whole seven, uh, ep- you know, seven years, whatever. <laughs> um, you should check it out. But yeah, he was pretty cool in that show. Have a good day.
1: Which Bye. one was Psych? That uh, wasn't the one was with Zachary on... Levi, was no, it? I no, I
2: think it was on T... it was the TBS. It was the one yeah. the,
4: with the white dude and the black guy. Yeah. I've heard good things about that And he that pretends show. to be like a psychic, right? Or am I...
1: I don't know. Yeah, I think, I, I think you're right.
8: Yeah. yeah. Hi, I just wanted to see what you guys thought about a theory I just heard in which... Trump is only pretending to have COVID-19 to get out of any future debate, since the last one was such a hideous mess, and he's starting maybe to lose. So anyway, I just wanted to see what you guys thought about that theory, if it has any merit. Thanks.
1: You know, I've heard a bunch of different versions of this, and it really says something that when we hear that the president has— Covid nineteen. So many people's first reaction is, "Is this true?
5: Yeah.
8: <laughs>
1: is this? Are we being misled uh, on by the president on something having to do with coronavirus? Because there's kind of a track record there. I don't guess I would go so far because I mean, just the fact that he got coronavirus kind of makes him look foolish, you know. And, and I don't think that's a thing he would do intentionally so i think he got he got coronavirus. he got covid-19 i mean th- think about it that make that is in direct opposition to what he's been telling us since february and march you know i'm not worried about it i'm not going to wear a mask the fact that he got it i i think are huge points against him in most most people's minds now I I think that maybe even Trump realizes that he, he didn't do himself any favors in that debate last week. Um I still think there's a chance maybe he he will use the the opportunity to duck out of one or both of the debates. But I I just can't go that far as to say that that it's a it's a hoax. And it's also the same reason that a lot of conspiracy theories just fall apart because so many people would have to be in on it, you know mm-hmm. you're talking sure. about Trump, all the people in the White in House that work for him, all quiet. the doctors, yeah, right, but that's also people who work you know in in the lab um uh, you know, it's really hard to keep anything a secret if more than one person knows about it. So right. So that's why a lot of, like, the you know, the moon landing was actually filmed in a studio. That whole thing is like, do you realize how many <laughs> tens of thousands right. of employees of NASA and different, you know, Lawrence Livermore Institute, have to shut Jet up for Propulsion this many Laboratory. Years. Pardon me?
4: They would have to shut up and for this many years. Like yeah, still right. Like, still, nobody had, like, a deathbed confession. Look, Like, there's the set in the backyard that the, we've had all these years.
1: A big presidential scandal would, would have been uh, Bill Clinton, you know, and the Monica Lewinsky thing. Only two people knew about that. But guess what? <laughs> they couldn't keep that covered up either because one of them mm-hmm. talked. Monica.
5: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I think that's why a lot, of, a lot of conspiracy theories fall apart because as soon as you get... 10 or 100 or 1,000 people who know. It's just its impossible to keep it uh, secret, at least not for any amount of time.
8: Hey, good morning, guys. Me again. Uh, the guy who called about the 98 fiance and rearranging sock drawers. <laughs> I just want to say hey. thank you. That was amazing. I was laughing my head off. The whole 10, 12 minutes, we're talking about your sock drawers, but you have way too many socks.
5: <laughs> Crazy! Yeah,
8: but, uh, thank you. Yeah. Awesome! I can't wait to see your uh, your post either, uh, Lisa. So, all right. Have a good day, guys.
4: Yeah, you guys haven't sent me your sock drawer pictures yet. Well, you I did.
1: I sent you my pic. Had well, how many how many drawers did I have? For yeah, there was four pictures that
4: you were sent. sent for, for sure, for sure. You sent it
1: to us too. Thank well, you. I know. thought maybe you wanted to see. It, it sounded like you <laughs> doubted me that I have four drawers for socks.
2: <laughs> no, yeah. when it comes to extravagance like that, I don't doubt you at all. Uh huh. Totally. I wouldn't consider that extravagance. Four socks. Unnecessary.
4: Drawers? Four drawers is a lot. Like I have a lot of socks, but they okay. have like a purpose.
1: If I if I could explain it just a little bit,
4: sure. <laughs> Keep this combo going. I,
1: I don't subscribe to this anymore, but I used to really have a thing about making sure my socks matched my pants. So I'd have to get you know if I got a pair of pants that were gray, but kind of a slate gray. I mm-hmm. feel like oh, I need to get some socks that match mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. and I'm not, I'm not as uh, adamant about that as I once was. But look, you run up, you run up a big number on socks when you try and match them exactly with every outfit. Joanna, you
4: were you on. the one that not all of your socks match all the time. Buckets. Yep. She's how, sock how are your bucket. socks doing today? Let me check. <laughs> they match.
3: They match today.
1: Maybe that would be a challenge. We we just. Let randomly. people call in. And you randomly come up with a talk topic, and we have to talk <laughs> about it and and yeah. make it interesting for like five minutes.
4: Hey, our sock drawer was way more lit than we thought it would be, mm-hmm.
1: and it got us. We didn't talk about ninety day
2: fiance. Yeah. So, so I gotta tell you I've been watching that tell all man it's which stuff. I've been
3: they just added a new season on Hulu Ooh, there and you that go. is what I've been watching
0: It's the Buzz Adams morning show podcast uh,
1: A couple of things from uh, the world of science a new study found and this is an excuse that a lot of people who don't want to wear masks use so I'm telling you the science on it a new study found that wearing a face mask does not repeat does not lead to a buildup of carbon dioxide. Or restrict a person's oxygen. So that's that's an excuse everybody can drop. Mm-hmm. Uh oh. You'd forgotten about the murder hornets, haven't you? They're
4: back. Are they back?
1: Well, apparently, according to uh, the the ones who study this, the murder hornets have entered their slaughter phase where they go around looking for bees to kill. Oh no. So I guess earlier when we heard about the murder hornets,
4: they were just coming to visit?
1: They'd been spotted, Scouting but I I guess, you know, they react uh, and this is the time when they go into their their real murdering stage.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, let me see what else we have. Uh, how about a little look at TV? Game four of the NBA Finals tonight. Miami Heat uh, have it on their home court again against the Lakers. Not really. It's in the bubble, right? But I mean, uh, this
2: would be the, if, it were, if it we're going regular formatting, this would be a home game for the Heat, but they're all playing on the same court. So.
1: In Orlando, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'd, I'd say Miami, I, well, are there any fans at all in the NBA games? No, remember, it's the
2: virtual fans. They got that big screen behind them. It's kind of cool.
1: Lakers Shaquille are... Shaquille O'Neal
2: was sitting next to Barack Obama.
1: But but not really. No. Just the cutouts. Lakers are up 2-1 to one going into the game tonight. Over on Fox. Fox has really been pushing this one out with a lot of promos and stuff. It's the premiere of Next, a limited event series starring John Slattery of Mad Men as the founder of a tech company that has unleashed a murderous artificial intelligence on an unsuspecting world. It's that old trope where how we create like a computer, but the computer decides that it must eliminate all humans. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's it's tonight. Ultron. Yeah, it's uh, Ultron. Let's see. Terminator? Matrix? I mean, that general idea is iRobot. <laughs> Right? That general idea has been used in, I bet you, 100. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Ex Machina is another one. Fourth season premiere of Ellen's Game of Games. That's over on NBC. And if you love garbage television, this has got to be a big night for you. MTV has the series premiere of 16 and Pregnant. It's a reboot. So I don't know how long it's been since they had 16 and Pregnant.
4: I think it's been a, because they decided to stop. Doing new episodes of sixteen and pregnant because
1: it just sent such a bad message. You know, is I, that why they stop? I thought that was why they stopped doing it. Is because look, we.
4: Well, no, really they started should. following
1: the uh, the other girls like, like from the
3: original sixteen yeah, and pregnant girls. They was had Sarah
1: like, Abraham, one of them. Yes, yes, she was. She, started she got off kicked she off the 16. show. She was a why'd she get kicked off?
4: Because she's annoying. No, um, I think no, because she, they all. Yeah. she
3: had like beef with a bunch of them.
4: Yeah, because there was one, like, the couple that gave the baby away for adoption, they ended up getting married and had some kids of their own, and then one of the other girls, she uh, married, and they so a lot of them kind of seemed like, oh, okay, see, 16 and pregnant doesn't end up bad, and then there's Farah on the show, so there was a lot of issues, she I She ended guess.
1: up doing porn, didn't she? Yeah.
4: Yeah. And then she moved to Austin.
1: I thought there was a thing where it was like a lot of people can, or MTV... Was convinced by some people that sixteen and pregnant had the effect of kind of glamorizing getting pregnant at sixteen.
4: Um, I think because you had a lot. I of never girls. saw an
1: episode. You'd have to tell me. I don't know. <laughs> I never saw.
4: A I don't think episode. it glamorized I, you know it. DVR. Yeah, I don't think they glamorized it. But after the show premiered, these girls would have huge followings on social media.
5: It,
3: yeah, it accidentally. Made celebrities out of them. It made just f- like they all accidentally got pregnant.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: And on CBS, it's a series premiere of the FBI declassified, and this uh, is about real FBI agents and analysts sharing the scenes on some of their big cases. NFL fans are bashing the NFC East. <laughs> Well,
2: yeah, and deservedly so. Well,
1: I could see making fun of the NFC East, but but bashing, or maybe that's what they mean. They're just roasting the whole division.
2: Dude, first place is the Philadelphia Eagles, and they're one, two, and one. How about this the entire
1: the entire division has a combined record of three, twelve, and one. Yeah, it's been bad. The Washington Eagles are one, two, and one. You mean the Philadelphia Eagles? The the Philadelphia Eagles, the Washington, who knows what, are one and three. <laughs> the Cowboys are one and three, and the New York Giants are zero and four. And that's who the Cowboys are going to face up against on Sunday. So
2: if the Cowboys can't can't beat the Giants,
1: and then an zero four team, they don't have
2: Saquon in, Barkley anymore. I mean, he's out for the season with a with a torn ACL. The Cowboys have too much talent to be one and three. That defense needs to figure something out, man. There's also too much talent on that defense to be giving up the kind of game that they did against the Browns and pretty much everybody else that's happened so far this season.
1: All right, before we uh, move on, if anybody has a pet hedgehog or a bearded dragon, the CDC says there's an outbreak of salmonella. Mm -hmm. So obviously you're not cooking them right. Ho! okay. (laughs) The CDC has traced both of the outbreaks of salmonella to exotic pets. Uh, overwhelming majority of the ones in uh, 17 states with, with the one strain of salmonella got them from contact with a pet hedgehog. And then in eight states, there are 13 people. It's a, it, they've identified it. It's not the same strain, it's a different strain. And most of them have had contact with a bearded dragon. Fortunately, no one's died from either strain, but 12 people have had to be hospitalized. I thought salmonella was if you ate something undercooked. Can you get it by petting a pet, or
2: are they licking them?
4: By just touching it.
2: And then your hand's touching your face? Yeah. The same way
3: it spreads. Mm -hmm. (gasps) Mm-hmm.
1: Well the C D C believes Hedgehog. all the cases can be tied back to a pet dealer or maybe more than one pet dealer who had groups of infected animals and sold them. Plot
4: without twist. realizing
1: that they had salmonella. Plot twist also have COVID now. Same thing,
4: <laughs> not washing your hands thoroughly, man.
3: Why are hedgehogs so cute? Are they? <laughs> They're adorable.
5: Look at those little ones.
1: I'm trying to don't they look kinda like like little, they're not blue. Yeah, they the look person. like half-ass little porcupines, right? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
5: it's
2: like the dollar store
1: porcupine.
4: Gave up halfway through. <laughs> nah, this is good. It's
1: adorable. All right, let's uh, find out what we got posted over at Buzz Adams show. First of all, uh, Lisa's got all the details about BT coming back to El Paso. He's going to be at the comic strip this weekend.
2: You guys, going to watch the football together, right?
1: Uh, that's what he said. <laughs>
4: that's what he said.
1: I don't know. Elise has been talking to BT, and we got OU Texas week uh, coming up. BT, it seems like, has not been here in
4: forever, three or
1: four so. years, maybe? It's been a while. I think last like time been... we
4: went to the margarita thing, didn't we? You were there,
1: Buzz. Downtown?
4: No, the one uh Tunis. You know, the place where you fell? And then you had to, like, turtle. I oh, a You, you had to turtle
1: roll back up. One time that happened, guys. <laughs> And I've lost a lot of weight since. It.
8: <laughs> I have.
1: So uh, BT is going to join us on the show on uh, Friday. Joanna, yes, asked us all what our celebrity meal at McDonald's would be, and this is based on the the rapper or yeah. possibly singer. I don't know which. Fine, whatever. Yeah, roll with it. The I, Travis
3: Scott meal.
1: Yeah, and what is that?
3: It is a quarter pounder with cheese, bacon, and lettuce, French fries with barbecue sauce, and a Sprite.
2: Barbecue sauce.
3: (laughs) And McDonald's saw a nice boost from it, so they decided to create one for J Balvin, who is a Colombian singer. Who? J Balvin. All right. Yeah. His meal comes with a Big Mac, medium French fries with ketchup, and an Oreo McFlurry.
1: So you went around, and I guess you must have asked everybody, because you yes. asked me. I did ask you. Do you I remember? Remem- yeah, I remember what I told you. Mm-hmm. So quarter pounder with cheese. Yeah. French fries that have been cooked in whatever the grease or oil was <laughs> they used back in the 80s when McDonald's French fries were just the bomb. <laughs> like the French fries yeah. today are are a pale imitation of what those French fries used to be. Right. Uh, so old-fashioned 80s uh, artery clogging French fries. <laughs>
5: mm-hmm.
1: Oh, and a can of Dr. Pepper, like instead of the fountain drink, the can. Mm -hmm. Can always tastes better. You don't know what you're going to get with a fountain drink. I mean, they do their best to keep it consistent, but you just never know. So that's mine. What did Lisa say?
3: For the Lisa Sanchez meal, you get two cheeseburgers with no pickles, four chicken McNuggets. Thank you. Large French fries, a large Coke, small Oreo McFlurry with extra Oreos.
1: All right. That's very specific.
4: I'm very specific with my meals. It needs barbecue sauce in there. And then also, how can you not drink the Coke at McDonald's? It tastes so much better because they refrigerate it. So it's it has
3: filtered a- water. Yeah. Yeah. And the straw. Oh, yeah.
4: The straw helps out in it. Like, I, I know a lot of people <laughs> who go, Ew, I can't eat McDonald's. I will not lie, I flippin' love McDonald's.
3: Remember yeah. that week we almost ate McDonald's the entire week?
4: Oh gosh, and then I, yeah, it was, that was we were sick. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I need to stop. This
1: has been too much.
3: We needed nourishment. Uh, for the Brandon Coates meal, you get 20 piece McNuggets. Yeah.
1: God of, dang, that's a lot of McNuggets. It is. It's delicious.
3: A bucket of french fries. Yeah. Not a large, low. a bucket of Could you eat bread.
1: all that in one sitting, Joey Chestnut? uh uh-huh. Joey okay. Chestnut.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and a large Sprite to wash it all down.
2: Okay. The Sprite and there is good, too. I that,
3: love the Sprite. There's
2: something about the fountain drinks at McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because right? it's
3: filtered water and it's refrigerated.
2: Well, I'm not saying they can't be good. It's just... I in a can. It can be a crapshoot sometimes.
1: Sometimes. And I'm not just specifying McDonald's at any place that's got fountain (laughs) drinks. I don't know.
4: There was the other day I really wanted, I was like, I just want a Coke from McDonald's because it is so refreshing really? yeah and i went there and then i screwed because i made a whole meal at home and then i screwed up because i went to mcdonald's like well as long as i'm here and then can then you i get some cheeseburgers no pickle i'm gonna need a four piece <laughs> chicken mcnugget with some barbecue sauce what's and your I,
1: what's your what's your beef against uh, pickles
4: i don't like pickles i don't get pickles on anything
1: you don't like any kind of pickle no okay
3: i don't like relish um I'm not a big sour Remember person. Remember that time we made the pickle slush? She wouldn't try it. No, uh,
4: yeah, no, it's not for me. I'm not a pickle person at all.
1: You never get a pickle back with a shot? Ugh,
4: no.
5: Okay. I all got right. lied to
4: <laughs> once. I got lied to <laughs> once by my friend Flip, and he told me, he's like, oh, yeah, I'll do a Jameson pickleback." I'm like, oh, I don't like pickle juice. He goes, oh, okay. just puts it underneath the bar and then goes, okay, great. It's Mountain Dew. I'm like, my... Them. I was like, oh, okay, sounds good. Never realized you don't see Mountain Dew at bars. Mm. And so I drank it and it was pickle <laughs> juice. And I was so upset. mm I almost threw it up. I was like, this is nasty.
1: You know, there, nice. there are different kinds of pickles or sweet pickles Bread butter. or dill mm. pickle. Dill pickles. Gherkins. You don't you like know. any of
3: them. Mini I, gherkins. I,
4: the only time I ever <laughs> liked a pickle is like with a really good like, like when I used to work at Uno's pizza. They used to have really good burgers there, and I could eat the pickle on the side, but only that little spear, and you know, that was
2: only would, time. You know what would be great at Uno's Pizza is if when they hand you your bill, you hand them the Uno card that's a reverse card, and you just give them the bill right back. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Joanna, what did you uh, did you have your own McDonald's well, celebrity meal? Yeah, my meal.
3: meal. Uh, mine is a 10-piece McNuggets, a double hamburger, large french fries, a large Sprite, and an apple pie.
1: I would really like to get some support for the ER ERMCU that's the expanded (laughs) Ralph Macchio cinematic universe uh, because everybody is just going crazy for Cobra Kai everybody loves it dude it's so good and I think they should just do it with all of Ralph Macchio's characters from the 1980s so you know find out what Eugene Martone from Crossroad is up to Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, you know tell us what's new with bill gambini after his cousin uh, Vinny got him sprung from those fake charges like i wonder if that guy ever any- went back anywhere near the deep south again <laughs> probably not and in outsiders we know that johnny cade died so there's some kind of closure there but we don't know if pony boy stayed gold all these years or not And Brandon, Movie Monster Madness for the entire month of October. We're just getting started, so tell us what the matchups are that people can vote on now.
2: So far, we've got eight total matchups. The first grouping, it's Freddy Krueger versus Pumpkinhead, Wolfman versus Norman Bates, Alien, also known as Xenomorph, versus Predator, and Jigsaw versus Ghostface. You can vote on those. Up until Friday, and then the bracket that was just released this morning, we have Jason Voorhees versus Godzilla. The Babadook versus the Pale Man, that's the dude with the eyeballs on his palms from Pan's Labyrinth.
1: You know, I've never even seen that movie, and that freaks me out every time I see a picture Uh, of that dude with the eyeballs in his hands. I don't even know what the movie's supposed to be about, but God, that creeps me out.
2: The Candyman versus the Blob, and Pinhead versus Frankenstein's monster. All right, and... And you can vote on these up until uh, the first grouping. You can vote up until Friday. The second grouping, you can vote up until Saturday. There's going to be two more. So we started with 32 total movie monsters. And then we're just going to be whittling it down. So you can go to Buzz uh, BuzzAdamsShow.com and you can go vote in the poll.
1: What, what do you recommend for the criteria? Like which one's the scariest or which one you enjoyed
2: the movies of more or which one could be which one in a fight? Um, I, I, at this point, I think you can choose whatever criteria you want because I think people have their own criteria when something like this comes to mind. So for me, yeah, just kind of pick whatever whatever you want. It could be one in a fight. It could be the scariest, most horrifying. Because coming up in some future brackets, we do have like Pazuzu from The Exorcist. Um, I can't remember. See,
1: I never got scared. But does anybody get scared of Godzilla? Even when I was a kid, I couldn't watch anything scary, even like an old black and white wolfman movie. was too scary. But I could watch Godzilla.
3: I don't know. I mean, if you were one of those people in those towns and this giant lizard monsters coming at you.
1: Well, sure, Joanna. Like, uh, like if Alan his foot from, was coming down on my house, of
3: course.
2: Like Alan from uh, <laughs> The Hangover.
1: I hate Godzilla, too. He's the destroyer of cities. Well, it's about time. I know. I'd be
4: like, it's Jurassic Park.
1: It's about it's about time somebody updated the Monster Mash because it's all those old, corny, you know, black and white monsters from Universal.